0: I don't know i'm um, good though you're good yeah we ready to rock uh-huh all right cody my man
1: what's going on
0: what is good
1: living man i'm glad i'm, I'm glad to be here on the on the pod man it's been a long time coming
0: i know it's uh it's something i thought about there in uh quarantine just because i mean for people that know me i like i just like to talk i like people so i'm just like i mean i'm not chasing that wave of like oh podcast is a thing to do it's just like you said we were talking about it how like um i was telling you how on my macbook i lost a shit ton of pictures i had because i had pictures from like high school from like Hobart and then like Mercyhurst and just like places I've been and yeah. that I've just collected over the years. And then i look back on and I'm like, holy shit. Like I forget about some of those things. And I forget I did a couple of those things with certain people. So I'm just like, you know what, why don't I just start recording conversations? Cause yeah. I mean, as you get older, you grow and your thoughts change. So, I mean, it would be a cool way to just, that's the perspective I was coming from on it. And then I just figured, you know, if, I found that, um, I mean, especially with conversations with you and what you're doing with Exit 44, which we'll get into in a little bit, is that, like, everyone just wishes that they knew, you know, like, they have have the, oh, if I knew that back then, or, oh, I wish I would have known this going into this. So I just figured, you know, like, just bounce bounce some things off each other and talk.
1: Like a digital, like, memory book, you know what I mean?
0: Almost in a way, yeah, and then I just figured, you know, if, I mean, we're all going through something, we're all trying to figure out something in life, we all got problems, not in like a self-help way, but just, you right. know, trying to figure out what, what's next in life, and I figured, you know, if in a way we can all collab, tell our stories, uh, we might be able to, you know, find some hidden gems and, you know, what 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 comes with that, yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, it's always um, good
1: energy, you know, when, when we get together, so I'm I'm looking forward to diving in here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so for you know, for many people that don't know you, or for anyone listening, give you know who who's Cody Miles? Who are you? What what are you about?
1: Who am I, man? Who am I? Uh, I'm Cody Miles from Canandaigua, New York. Uh, you know, Exit Forty Four, as I've come to know it, and uh, that's kind of the the mission I'm on right now is building my brand uh, with Exit Forty Four, which you know, we just host events. We, uh, we're, we're a creative outlet. You know what I mean? We host events, we help people out. Um, we have our own apparel, we have our own podcast, just trying to build a brand and a community that represents sort of what I'm all about, which is, you know, sports and, uh, connecting with people and just being creative in your own way. So it's kind of the path I'm going on. Well,
0: now, Just elaborate a little on Exit Forty Four. I know you just touched a little bit on it, but like, what, like, what exactly is like your idea with it? Not necessarily like what your goal and what your mission is with it, but like, what you know, how did this even like all come about? Like, how do you go from how do you how do you? I I just said how do you so many times.
1: (laughs) Chop that out. but,
0: But how do you go from you know, you know, going to high school and then after high school going you know to college, picking a major. Did you just like did it? Did you think of Exit 44 and like the idea behind it once you got to Mercyhurst, or is this something you've always wanted to do, or like you know, like how did like how did Exit 44 come about?
1: I just honestly, I just think it's something that's always been in my subconscious that I never really brought to light. I'm not gonna lie. Like throughout college, um, early on, I was always creative and I always had ideas, but I never really executed on them, and I kind of like. I was like, whatever, I'm young, you know, I have plenty of time, and I still do, but Exit 44 was, I, I remember, I actually found this in my notes the other day, I wrote down the words Exit 44 in my notes, probably my sophomore or junior year, and I'm in grad school now, so like three years ago, and it was always just something I thought of a cool name, and I was like, I don't know what this is going to be, but but someday this is going to be something, and I'm going to make something out of it, so then I had an internship, um, Going into, my, going into my senior year, so junior year, summer, I had an internship. Are
0: we, we're, are we in high school? I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, high school? No, no, this is college.
1: This is college. So okay. I had an internship um, before my senior year of college, so two years ago. And I was like, damn, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I just kind of went to the office, I was just kind of there. Wasn't really doing much. And, and if anyone knows me listening, I'm a super active guy. I like to do stuff. I like to get creative and, and be a part of something. So that vibe just wasn't really for me. And so I kind of was like, why why wait around waiting for something to come to me when I can just make something myself. So I started XO 44, reached out to a lot of my friends and people I knew from school who were athletes, creatives, musicians, artists, you name it. Uh, and then we just started featuring people on the page and just kind of, highlighting different people in my in my community. Uh and that's where it started. And I had no idea what it would be. But where it is today is is definitely on a good a good path of yeah.
0: Are you now when you say feature people are you talking like local artists, local musicians, yeah. like what kind of like people were you like initially targeting? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um
0: cuz you had to have like a an idea in mind of like okay, where where are these people going to lead me
1: in, like, the next process of, like, what pretty, much, pretty much just anyone that I thought had a similar mindset as me and even people who didn't. But, like, what I mean by that is anyone who was trying to do something but maybe needed a little bit of help. Like, I was trying to be creative, but that internship was kind of holding me back in a way. And so – I started this thing, so I wanted to reach out to people who are like-minded, who were doing stuff in their field or with their creativity or their passion. So I reached out to people, like to name a few. I reached out to uh, Frankie Stark, who is Francis the Six, uh, one of my friends. I know you know him; he's a good musician. Um, I reached out him to him, and he was one of the first people we had on the page. Um, and we just, we just, it was super casual. It was just literally like I would text him. I was like, "Yo, like anything that you got coming up." um, I'll promote it on the page. I'll, I'll share it. I'll share your new music and we'll just hype it up. It just was a super grassroots, like way of me helping out my friends and also helping out myself in a way. So yeah, that's kind of how it got started. And I just did that with musicians, artists, athletes, anyone that would give me a chance, you know, and, and that's just how it started. So
0: if I'm hearing you re- correctly, your idea for this was, you know, essentially building a platform, not like, with that wasn't the intent in mind, but the intent was you know to essentially form a team, have a bunch of collaboratives work yeah. together to have a platform that expose creative ideas creative um creative art cre- i mean art in the sense of like music yeah, um, graphic design like anything that like you can express yourself in a very creative way that comes from you you were just looking for something that like could expose all that but in a way like build something in a community yeah together, i think right?
1: an underlying tone of everything that i do which i've been starting to realize more but i never really realized it back then is that like one of my biggest passions or biggest goals in life but I never, I never knew, but I think I'm starting to come to light with it now is that I just like to help people. I just like to have fun and, and whatever that means. So like, we've had people, we've had like makeup artists who like show their, their work and their process of like how to do makeup or like, I don't know, just different things like that. People who take photos, people who take videos, um, people who paint, people who sing, anything like that. We just, we just highlight it on the page and, and that's how it started. And at first my, my biggest goal which I don't think it was like a goal of mine, it just kind of happened naturally was to create a community. And that's exactly what we did at Mercier. So once people started to see like we're, we're creating community, then I had that in my back pocket that I have like all these people that I have like a network to, you know what I mean? So then we kind of branched off into doing events. And that's kind of where people really started to resonate with it um, that I noticed.
0: Touching on the grassroots you were saying and, like, talking about Frankie, which I know we had this conversation before. Yeah. I I definitely want to have him on eventually to talk about this with him, which is kind of funny. The first time I met Frankie, we were living – we were living at uh, 426. So, like, we were right across the – right across from the church on uh, East 38th. And we were always, like – we didn't really, like – not like a, oh, look at us, we're cool, we don't give a fuck, (laughs) like, we just were like, you know what, fuck it, like, we're gonna have parties whenever we can have parties, because half our house was divided in the sense that, like, like, me and, I didn't, I ended up getting, like, kicked (laughs) off the cross team, which we'll, we'll we'll talk about a different time, but, like, because of my own stupidity, but, like, um, like, Jordan he didn't he didn't play he used to play football he stopped playing football and then like we had Mr. McCown and Elijah who all played lacrosse so it was just like me and Jordan were normal students but they were playing lacrosse so like with us it was just like okay well when you know they have practice or they can't go out drinking and stuff it's like you know we we want to have our own fun so we ended up just always having parties and the way our house was is that like we all had our own private rooms so like we didn't really care and none of us hung out in the living room. So we didn't really care if like the freshmen on our team during the off days, like wanted to throw like house parties cause they couldn't go downtown and stuff like that. And I, I'm not sure if Frankie was a freshman at the time, but I knew he was friends with a bunch of like the younger kids that weren't 21 yet on the lacrosse team. Yeah. And he, and he came up to Colin and I the one day and was just like, yo, like my name's Frankie Francis so-and-so and he was just like, could I DJ your parties? And we're just like, I mean, it's not really like, yeah, sure. If that's <laughs> yeah, what you want to fucking yeah. do. I mean, like, we're not like I, like, I don't know you, but like, if you want to DJ, sure, do your thing. Like, what do we care? And he was just explaining to us. He's like, well, he's like, I make music and I do this. And and it might not have ex- gone word for word how I'm describing right. it, like telling the story. <laughs> but it, it was essentially like, he's just like, yo, like, I'm trying to make music. I'm trying to get my shit put out there. I'm trying to promote it. It's on SoundCloud and i there was just something about him that i'm like all right dude like cool do your thing like i wasn't like skeptical or anything not saying that like you know because he's obviously grown and gotten a lot bigger i'm not saying that like i saw it from day one but there was just an energy about him where he was just like yo i'm about to do this thing uh i believe in it and like so let me just let me just you know dj your parties i'll play some bangers like stuff like that And and then he ended up yeah and then he ended up becoming like boys with like boys with all of us and friends with all of us and it's kind of dope to just see like and i've had class with him as well my senior year and it's just like to me i think it's so dope just to like see an idea and it being brought to real life and then just the like seeing him on day one when he really wasn't as big as he is now just seeing just being so excited as if he was that dude to like grow and over the years like continuously be making content and just keep growing and just simply not giving a fuck and just being like, yo, this is my thing. This is what I enjoy. So I'm going to ride
1: it to the yeah, absolutely. Off, right? and I, until I could figure something else. I, I kind of draw, not that it's comparable in any way, but I kind of draw a parallel between me and him. Like, and that's actually how I met you guys. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but like, I just, I just think me and him have a similar mindset and we've talked about this before, but I think me and him just, we just decided, you know what I mean? Like we had this idea. And we just went out and executed it. And we tried whatever we could. Like, like for me, it was like reaching out to anyone I could who would want to be featured. And for him, it was like reaching out to anyone who would take a chance on him or listen to his music or give him a shot. Like to DJ your house parties, you know what I mean? So just stuff like that, just early on in your career is so important to like take chance. Just try shit. Like do anything that you think someone would be like, oh, it's dope. And I think that's how it started for me, how it started for him and, you know, both of us have had. share of success um in our own way so yeah
0: one thing one thing i'm like curious to know because like i think it's i don't i don't necessarily know where it comes in with i don't know where it comes into play with certain people but like i'm always fascinated by it um where do you think that like like frankie being so excited and being like yo this is what i want to fucking do like i know in the moment like knowing frankie the way i know him he probably won't say it but like He he definitely in his head thinks that he is either better or to the same level as like the dudes like Tiesto, Steve Aoki, and all that. Um, But yeah, you have to and like, but he's but not like in a. I'm definitely that guy. Like, you need to put me in that same category. It's just like I aspire to be that, and I think I could do that because I'm putting the right energy and intention behind it. So that's what I hope to be one.
1: I have the same. I'll I'll explain. I'll explain it. Um, I have the same mindset. You have to. You have to work humbly. But you have to also, in your own mind, already tell yourself that you've made it. But you have to work like you haven't made it, but you tell yourself that you have. Because you will never have the confidence to do all the shit you want. Because you'll be like, I'm just a nobody who's going to care what I have to say. But in your head, you have to be like, I've already made it. And then you just work like you have. And then people will take you seriously. It's it's a weird, it's a backwards-ass way of thinking. But, like, I mean, that's how I think, so...
0: Yeah, it's almost along
1: the lines, and, like,
0: I don't want to touch into it because then we'll be going down a rabbit hole, but it's, like, kind of, like, how it's, like, like, I I know I have debates a lot of times with my friends, and I know, like, the way I talk and how my tone is sometimes, I come across as, like, I know everything, even though that's not my intention and what I'm saying, but I definitely believe that, like, like, your thoughts are powerful in the sense of, like, if you believe, like, you can do it, like, not to sound all, like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to be motivational. (laughs) I hate that shit, but, like, I think that, like, if you, if you think it is even remotely possible for you and it's fun, it, it like it, not that it removes the doubt, but it's just, it allows you to like keep moving forward. And the only reason I'm like so fascinated by that whole like thought process is like not naming names, but if you know who my roommates were, you know exactly who I'm talking about. One of my roommates, um did graphic design does artwork did uh like did a lot of sketches and his shit was dope like uh, i thought it was amazing like when he when he was first showing me some of his sketches and like some of his artwork and some of the things he'd be working on i was always like yo why is it why do you not have an instagram and promoting that shit and he was always like well he's always so cool i actually like changed my majors because my professor like didn't really fuck with what I was doing. And um, I kept getting like C's and bad grades and stuff like that. And like, I, I've always, I've always been the type where it's just like that, which is why I said I could come off as ignorant and cocky sometimes, even though that's not really who I am is like, it's like in the school system, that's like, he's being graded in a standardized way. So it's just like, how does that professor, how does that teacher know if, what he's actually producing is good or not. And you're grading him. And if he doesn't know how good his art is because he thinks his friends might just be hyping him up. And I'm not saying that's his thought process. I've never really like got, I've never really gotten into it with him because I know like he doesn't like talking about it, but it's just like, he was, he's like, that was his reason. He's like, I dropped the major because I kept getting bad grades and like the teacher didn't think my artwork was good enough. And it's just wild to me because it's just like, yo, his artwork could be really fucking dope, but it's just, you have a like, the environment you're in is just like, no, it's not yeah. good. But it's just like, how do you not know that someone else doesn't think this is the fucking, the and best I, thing going. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I find it like not to be so long winded, but like, I just, I, I, I'm i so intrigued by like, cause there's people who who st- like content, their their stuff, even like this podcast, first couple episodes, are probably going to be absolute <laughs> fucking trash. But it's just like, I feel like me personally, I feel like I could get somewhere with it. So it's just like, I'm not so focused on what like, you know, the person who like what a single person or what someone's going to say about it because I'm having fun with it. And I think this may lead Absolutely. to something, but it's just like, I don't like, I, I would tell him all the time. I'm like, bro, like, you, you, like tattoo artist creative design, like, dude, you put out some straight fire, but it's just like, he didn't, I didn't think that he genuinely believed that he can go anywhere with it. So it's just like, I, I always wonder like, when do you draw that line of like, okay, I'm being delusional yeah. or Okay, that person's just being a hater, and they don't understand me, and they don't understand the creative side that I'm. I think expressing. too. I
1: I've been uh, I've been getting on this new wave of reading. I've been trying to like grow myself a little bit, like as a person, and just in general. So, but th- I actually wrote this down. It's sitting right here on my desk. Um, from a quote that a, a book that I finished last night. It says, "You have to keep the faith always, even when your ass is on the line," and I think. I think, to be honest, as creatives and as people who are trying to do something, which is a great first step, your ass is always on the line. And, like, you have to just keep the faith. Like, yeah, everyone could think your shit is bad, but at the end of the day, it's you who is making the content and you're just going to keep putting shit out until something sticks, you know what I mean? So,
0: Yeah, and I think, I know maybe this is a bad, like, comparison, but I just, like, I, I, like, I laugh because, like, I know a lot of people are like, fuck Kanye. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're not going to get into that because he does say some wacky <laughs> ass shit. But at the same time, it's just like the dude sells T-shirts for hundreds of dollars that have yeah. fucking holes in them. Like if like and and maybe I'm being a little naive here, but it's just like, yo, if like I get that he has a platform. Obviously, he built that platform over years and years. But it's just like if he could se- like if he's selling something that like that, like
1: event, I just it's like, all dude, about that makes knowing no your value. So like, like, why can't? You- if you say I can only sell a T-shirt with holes in it for ten dollars, your energy is at ten dollars. You know what I mean? Like, if but if you say, oh, this shirt's worth a hundred dollars, it's all about the energy you bring into it. Like, if you have confidence and you believe, and you like you said, you keep the faith. Like, people are gonna buy into that that vision that you have that you're selling it as. So people are gonna be like, yeah, you know what? That's a dope fucking shirt for a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's worth my money, my time. You know what I mean? It's all about the the way you present things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like you know, we're going a little out there in the weeds <laughs> yeah. because it's just like when it comes to school, like when it comes to school, being your major, like you want to go good, you you want to get good grades because it's just like that. Having having good grades does open doors and open opportunities for you that you know yeah. if you didn't have good grades that necessarily may or may not would have. So I mean, I know it's like easy to say like fuck that teacher, fuck that professor, and like I'm just gonna keep doing it when like you know, it, it, maybe, maybe that's not necessarily what you're going to do forever. And it's just like, you do need a job. So like, I mean, there is like some practicality, you have to be, you know, some you you have realistic you have to be ex- real with yourself real... too, you know? Yeah. I just, I just always find it fascinating when someone like, you can clearly tell someone's into something, but they never want to pursue it because not that they're afraid of what others may think, but just from the simple fact of like, they let someone else's opinion yeah. try to tell them when realistically, like, probably like. Like I, like I would say, it's just like, I, I say this to my mom all the time and like, in I don't mean like come off uh, aggressive, but it's just like, I would always, like I tell her all the time, I'm just like, for everything you've done for me in my life, like for anyone that knows my mom raising me, she had me at 17 raised me on her own. Like I was always like, I want to take care of you. So like my mindset was always like, okay, I need to have, I need to have like create financial freedom. I need to have a lot of money. So my thing wasn't necessarily like how do I become a millionaire just so I could ball out. It was just like yeah, there was the a point. purpose behind it. So it's just like, yeah, I want to be able to take care of her, make sure she never has another worry, another day in her life, which I, I will do. But it's like I tell her all the time. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to, I'm and not that I'm not going to listen to it. But I'm going to take like the like the the unsolicited advice, like people just being like, hey, you should do this, 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 without me going to them and asking. Um, with a grain of salt, because it's just like, I appreciate it. You know, I, I get that that's what you're trying to do. But I'm not necessarily that's not I, like, I'm not necessarily trying to do what yeah. you think I should do. Like, I like, this is what I want to do. I know it's difficult and hard. I have, you know, I'm being practical along the way. But like, what, you know, just let me do my thing. Because like, it's not it's not bothering you. I'm doing me, you're doing you. So like, so but I, I feel like it's tough, because sometimes like people could be giving you good practical advice. But like, your ego and being young and you know ambitious and shit can get in the way and
1: like that could also fuck up some opportunities for you because i know it has for me you just gotta i think you gotta be aware of it to the sense it's like all right this could be an opportunity but maybe it's not for me i think it's all about being real with yourself and really taking a look at the whole scope but but i think we're getting a little too spiritual here i mean it's a good thing but it's like it's all personal preference everyone's different you know what i mean so yeah, no. Like I said, like that's what happens. Just keep. Yeah, you know, sometimes no, you just could. go down and complete that something. home. Out it, but
0: else. so, so I know, like me and you. I was this is before I moved to Denver, but I, I mean, the brief. I was in Denver for like two, three months, but um, I remember I kept seeing. I was on LinkedIn, and like the the sales job I was working, um, we always had to be on LinkedIn because we were, um, you know always networking on there and stuff. And I always kept coming across your page saying like CEO, CEO, like (laughs) 44 and stuff like that. And I had no clue
1: where I had
0: no clue who you were. And like, I reached out to you and then like, we became friends via like, you know, social media, obviously we hung out and shit like that. But like prior to like, has, has social media helped you been able to like, you know, get places that you wouldn't have necessarily been able to get to if you just kept your, if you just kept exit forty four like strictly grassroots and not been putting yeah, I mean, it on IG and stuff like that, I mean that's kind of like a rhetorical question. But like, oh I just yeah, want yeah. To see like yeah, what absolutely. your experience. Well, I mean, about. without
1: social media, I mean, there really isn't a business. I would say like that's kind of what drives everything is like from like the creative side to videos and photos to like helping people promote stuff to marketing our own events and clothing and hyping up podcasts and stuff. Like yeah, like that's the whole that's the whole fun of it. And that's the whole channel. And I think that's, what's so important about, you know, where we're going as like a a society is like all this stuff's all online. And that's, you got to get on the wave, you know, I mean, it's always been for like the past, like two decades, you know, but like more so now than ever. Um, But yeah, so like I met you through, so I'm a backtrack a little bit. So like freshman year, obviously I was boys with Frankie. um, And, and I met, Eli my sophomore year through 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 Frankie <laughs> uh, because they were doing a show. And I, I, I knew who he was from like, you know, around campus and like, lacrosse and everything. Um but yeah, so I, I started to be boys with him and I started helping that's... him out with like his thrifting. And that's actually probably an early seed of what Axe forty four became was like helping him out with uh Mae vintage, uh Kelly I don't even know how to say it, but Uh, helping him out and just finding dope stuff in Erie and helping him sell that and then uh, I met you on LinkedIn through him like it was a mutual thing sort of and we just had we just connected early off you know off the rip we were just good energy I could tell like you had good intentions and we kind of saw eye to eye on a lot of stuff so we just kept building that relationship you and I over the past like two years I would say so yeah I don't know it's super like social media has helped me meet a lot of people it's helped me a lot of opportunities it's helped me get to where i am so definitely my my biggest tool
0: i yeah i had to laugh when you said a lot because <laughs> that kid is the, one of the goofiest kids i have ever met in my life i mean he's, yeah that's he's, the homie. he's such a good dude like but like that's his that was like that was his thing i mean like he was always like i know like he made music uh he made like soundcloud beats and stuff like that yeah check and, him out uh, now, he makes by music cool. and uh, Hitting out he, bangers lately. Yeah, and like he does, he. I don't know, and I keep texting him, and I tell him, I'm just like, bro, I'm like, keep sending me, send me your music, and he never does. But like, I always hear it through other people. But like, I mean, yeah, he's a he's an interesting dude. He's the fucking man. I think the world of that kid. Like, he's educating yeah. the youth right now. He's a teacher. He, you know, he makes music. He's he's he loves yeah. that vintage stuff. Like when he came to visit me when I was in Boston, that we like. The next, uh, we were there, What he he came to visit for the final four. We went, he came for the final four for lacrosse Memorial Day weekend. And then that was the same, the following day was, that was the same time that the Cavs and the Celtics game seven, um, oh, when LeBron no. went <laughs> off in the garden for them to go to, uh, yeah, when he went off in the garden, which, which that, that was the same, I think that was, that was 2018. So that was the same year in game one of the. Uh, finals he had 51 and there was that blunder with jr with jr smith anything is possible but um yeah like the net like after that night we're going to duncan and there was a thrift store right around my apartment and i had no clue it was even there and he just like google searched it scoped it out and he found a and he was so hyped about it he found like a three dollar t-shirt it was like a family (laughs) portrait of the obamas in the white house and i was and it was it was a sick shirt and it was just like I'm just like only yeah. you would find that and like be able to rock it. Like he has his own, like, little yeah, like, he, like his own little swag. He's a, he's a creative, he's a, he's a good, yeah. He's a good dude. And like, that's like, that's kind of, I I believe like that's how I first met Frankie, like, but not really like, I mean, when you meet someone for the first time, you don't like, right, right you don't remember like everything that like, yeah, I'm sure Frankie was like, yo, I'm a DJ and stuff like that. But like, cause I knew he was in the music and he actually was always coming over because him and Elijah would make, like, beats and, like, you know, like, collab that way, but, um yeah, I just think, uh I think, I think it's kind of cool how, like, social media is, like, it connects you to certain people, and then, like, those people, like, in a it sometimes connects you to people that, like, yeah you're, 100%. like, yo, why have I not been friends with you my entire life, like, because, not because, like, we see eye to eye on everything, but, like, there's a lot of like creative and collaborative things that we like we could be doing and not that like we're i don't want to say the word mission but it's just like like we could we could help each other grow and like we could we could bounce ideas off you and like and vice versa like it's just a way of like hey like (laughs) i have no clue what the fuck i'm doing like you know what i mean like you probably don't know what the fuck you're doing you're just it yeah it's just straight it's just straight trial and error and like i find that it's it's so it's very beneficial to have people that are
1: like I'm a I'm a huge like energy guy. So like, having the right people around and and bringing that energy into your life is so so important. Not not in that sense. Were you just like, a hype like man? Just like I know it's so cliche, but like good vibes. Like I like to I like to be surrounded by people who just lift me up and bring me to a higher level. You know what I mean? So just having people who are like minded and that that challenge me. You fucking challenge me more than anyone in the world. Like not challenge me in like a way that's like annoying, but You just, like, make me think about stuff in a different way that I would never have – would have done, you know?
0: Yeah, I think – but, I, I, again, like, I contribute that all to my mom. And, like, the only reason I contribute that to my mom is because, like, again, like, I don't really want to, like, touch on it too much because that's not really, like, the whole point of this conversation. But, like, for anyone that knows, like, my mom had me at 17 – I'm like dad's never been around never met my father nothing and like I like I remember like when I was younger I would always ask her because it never seemed like we were struggling like it never seemed like we were struggling like I always had everything like it it, not in like a like I was like I had a silver spoon in my mouth like not like that but like you know we lived in a nice apartment like you know I always had like new school clothes new sneakers new backpack like every year like so like we did well for ourselves. like normal like middle class and I just remember like as like I got older and in the high school and stuff like I would like I noticed that like you know certain kids had like two parents obviously they have siblings and stuff but there was like a double income and just there's a lot of things I noticed that I just like didn't make sense to me like how was I able to do certain things and how was my mom able to do certain things when it was just her and you know what I mean and like she's always instilled in me that like yo like I, who like who honestly like who gives a fuck what anyone has to say like if you want to do something just just go do it and like if and again i know i'm coming across as <laughs> nah, nah. like super motivational it's probably cringeworthy but like that's not my intent it's just like she's always like said to me she's like you know a little engine that could cuz it's just like it may take you forever and you know you may be way behind the pack compared to your friends but eventually you'll figure it out and it's just like if you just stay consistent cuz like her thing was is like she was always being told like Oh, like, you're going to be living on welfare, you're not going to have a good, you know, you're not going to be able to provide a good life, you're 17, you don't, you know, you only did two years of college, so, like, she literally just worked like a dog, and, like, did shit she loved, and, like, would bring me to work with her, because she didn't have anyone to watch, so it was, like, she was, like, she showed me, like, throughout my entire life that, like, you know, you really can do something if you just put like the right intention behind it, you consistently work your fucking ass off for it. And like, you don't make excuses, but it's just like, and the only reason coming full circle is I know I'm starting to get a little long winded is like, it's like, I remember I was in high school and I was, I was about to do study hall. I think it was, and I didn't have anything to do. Like I literally had no <laughs> homework. It was like one of those lucky days in high school, like where you don't have shit to do. And uh, I remember, like, I don't remember the teacher's name, but I was in the study hall. He's like, yeah, you got to get something out to do. Like read a book, do something. And I'm like, I don't have anything. He's like, well, you can't just sit here. And I'm like. Uh, like, I I didn't say anything, but I was like thinking, I'm just like, all right, well, what the fuck? And then I remember I, I said, I, I remember coming home and I like, told my mom, and she's like, well, yeah, you got to you do what you say. And then I don't know where the thought came from, but I was just like, is this what the real world is like? And she was like, what do you mean? I said, when you work a nine to five, if you're not the boss, do you literally have like, you have to do that? And she was she's always raised me and treated me like an adult from day one just because of like obviously like my living situation growing up like having no dad she always wanted to be honest with me and upfront with everything um and not hide anything um and so like she was always like well yeah if you're not the boss you have to do this but she didn't say it in like a fuck the boss type way she was just breaking down for me like what the real world's like what a nine to five's like and she was you know if you don't have if you don't have enough pto or you know if you run out of sick days and like th- there was just all these things and then i remember i was like so so what happens if i run out of sick days and um i don't have pto like what happens if i continue to miss work because maybe someone in the family's sick or i'm sick or something she goes well depending on it, it, you know depending on how who your boss is and yeah. what the circumstances you could get fired for that like because it's so to me it was always just like well I, like there'd be times in school where like, I'd get a bad grade on an assignment because I thought I was following the rules. And I thought that like, Hey, write an essay about this. And it wasn't like exactly what the teacher was looking for. So then I, I, th- I think this was sophomore year. I purposely didn't turn in a reading assignment and I got a bad, like I didn't, prof- the teacher was just like, yeah, like you're getting, a, you're getting, you're automatically getting at least a 70 on this. And I was just like, well, wait, I said, and I like raised my hand and I'm like, well, that's dumb because you're not testing me on my, which again, immaturity, I shouldn't have been doing that. It's inappropriate to do that in a classroom, especially to a teacher who's there to help you. Um, and I was just like, well, that's dumb because you're testing me on my obedience and not my actual intellect. I mean, I probably didn't <laughs> say it exactly like that. I was probably a little shithead, 14 year old thinking I knew everything, but like the professor didn't say anything to me. He's like, stay after class. And I remember he just, all he said to me was, he was just like, that's stay dumb. on that path. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine in life but don't be an asshole your entire life. And so uh, I was always like, even when I got to Mercyhurst, like Dr. Federici, (laughs) like the modern day Yoda, that guy knows everything. He's like an exciting walking encyclopedia for anyone that's had him. Um, I would always go to his office hours and like pick his brain and just try to figure things out and just be like, you know, like, okay, how, how do like, what it like, what is the point of all this? Like, why do, do we need to work a nine to five? Like, okay, I get that money's important and you need money for a living, but like, is there a way that like I can do what i want to do still make money and like and that's like kind of what set me on this like path of like all right i'm gonna stick i'm gonna stay doing real estate because you know i'm ten ninety nine um you know i essentially like I only get paid when I sell, so it's like i'm it's kind of entrepreneurial in a in a sense i mean you have a you have a mentor you have a you have a lead broker that you report to, so it's not a hundred percent like you're your own boss, but it was just like you know like i i it just didn't make sense to me how like the whole like you need to go to school, you need to do this. So like the thinking about things different way, like I, I don't, I'm hesitant yeah. to have conversations like that with certain people. I'm glad I can have them with you because I don't want to come across as like fuck school because tradi- like education is very important. You need it. Um, And there's a lot of things that you can learn from school and there's nothing wrong with the nine to five job. I just think like yeah. for me personally, I, think there's a lot like, I can't work in that.
1: Like, that's not me. Like that's not Even who outside I am. Of school, like just being on campus, like you learn a lot about, the way shit works, if that makes sense. So you learn a lot about how people are, how they react. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn how to do the normal stuff, like a hundred percent, dude, you know, that kind of stuff, learn how to take care of yourself. And it's really the, the building blocks. If you do it right, if you do it right, I think it's the really the building blocks and the foundation for who you will become down the line. And everyone's obviously at their own pace, but, I think this is the time in your life where it's most important.
0: Absolutely. And just to be clear, like I think teachers are, I think educators, teachers, professors, I think they're vastly underpaid. I think that it is a selfless profession. And like you, like I remember, like, I remember my one teacher told us, he was just like, listen, first day of class. He was always like, listen, so look around this room, be friends with everyone because you're going to be spending time with everyone in this class, including me, more than you are with your own family. So it's just like when you think about it in that respect, it's like school is very important. Teachers are extremely important. Like you don't realize it now, but like I look back and I'm like, yo, a lot of my teachers that I had, they really weren't assholes and they really weren't like mean people. They were in a way teaching me accountability, they were teaching me how to critically think, they were challenging me not from the sense of like, they didn't yeah. like me or they were being hard on me just to be an asshole. Like they were preparing us for the real world. So I don't, I don't think that that's school is bad. I definitely think that you can't be anything in life without proper education um, and the proper guidance along the way. But there are things that I do think that I wish school would have taught in the sense of like, Hey, you know, maybe a nine to five ain't for you because you're not, maybe try doing a trade or have you thought about this? And like, It's, it's too, in my opinion, I always thought it was too standardized. And it was like, almost like a factory of like, oh, yeah, I get your creative, you have this idea, but that's not how it works. So um, you got to do it this way. And it kind of like along the way, strips certain people of the creative mind that they can go out and, you know, build something that is new or disruptive i'm not saying that's me because i'm not that's not me but i'm just saying for the most part i've talked to people that have felt that way but they're just like oh well i mean it's not i'm not doing good in it it's not realistic there's no really major for it um i'm just gonna you know do this because i need to make money and earn a living and it's just like well thinking like reverse engineering it like and i and i'm again i'm being I'm, you know, not, I'm saying this in a a kind of an ignorant way because everyone has a different living situation, financial situation, you know, and you can't just always do what you want to do. It's for fun, but it's kind of like, you know, like planting a seed, letting it grow. It's just like, if you really believe in that idea, like what, like I'm always fascinated by people that like talk themselves out of doing it because it's just like, no one no one is going to understand what you're trying to get across and then like the people that you look up to like a teacher or a mentor or something they don't think yeah. it's possible because they couldn't see how it would be possible for themselves so they're just immediately like no that's not you um so yeah, yeah it's gotta, just something that really i always think it. about and so if i just do want I know, it, like i think about things bad in enough ways then
1: because... you'll make a way to happen and i think what you were just saying too is like um how like if they say like oh there's no way it's because they don't see it for themselves but also I, I read this quote I don't remember where but it was like something to the to the effect of like why would I ask someone um about something that they've never done? Why would I go down a level if I want to go up a level? You know what I mean? Like so you got to find the right people to to help you with that in that way.
0: Yeah, and and it's definitely important to have that happy medium of like like when it like the humility behind it of like okay, I need to shut the fuck up. I need to be the student. I need to learn. I need to like get, like, I need to understand what is being taught to me. And then there's other times where you're like, okay, um, I need to be the teacher in that situation and I need to take the lead. Um, do you have any? Like I blame, like you said, like how I think about things differently. And I don't even like saying I, because it's like, a lot of people have different perspectives and I think perspective is the key to life. Um, And I personally like to learn from others. And I, I would say that like the me being that way and you thinking that and saying that about me, that's just a reflection of like the amazing teachers and educators and like, you know um, elders that I've had that have like, that I've had these conversations with that have been like, yo, i'm only saying this from experience this is what i've experienced and this is what i think about things and just you know kind of bouncing that off of like what my experience has been like and like kind of just you know trying yeah. to take a different direction if that
1: you know makes sense uh do you I have mean, any
0: mentors in your life
1: it depends i mean i i don't i, I take that term kind of loosely because i think for me like a mentor means like you know inspiration in anything that you do and so
0: Well, let me let me reframe that. Do you have anyone in your life that like I, not maybe actively, yeah. but like how I said that there's a lot of like middle school and high school teachers that I look back on. I'm like, oh, shit. Like now it makes sense what they were telling me back then. Um, do you do you have anyone that like you've thought about in the way that kind of like guide you guide you today? And like you kind of like think about what they've always told you and like you're using that into yeah, like, I mean, who and what you're trying to do in
1: life. My parents. I mean, obviously, I was an only child, so. And my parents and my parents were divorced. So, I mean, it's a little bit different. You know, you get Shout a, out. a perspective about life pretty early on in that regard. So uh, I would say I would say them because I spent a lot of time with them, obviously. Yeah. As an only child. It's like you and them. So, um, yeah, they definitely give me a lot of good insights and a lot of the stuff that they said, you know, sticks with me still uh, that I think about or that I value. So I'd say them for sure. But I don't know. I think it's honestly kind of myself in a way that I don't know if that really makes sense or sounds cocky or ego, but like, I just always try to like learn, you know, I'm always, I'm always curious. I'd say, I'd say you're very similar in that, in that way. I think we're just both very curious, inquisitive. Like we want to know the reason why. And sometimes there isn't a reason why of things, but like, I want to know why this does that or what makes this do that. You know what I mean? I just like to know everything. And at some people that's not their vibe and that's annoying to them, but I just like to I think knowledge is dope. Any any type of knowledge. I
0: like what you said about like the reason why. Uh just because like um my my <laughs> my uncle my, my uncle is always like, you know, you're your stupid yeah. ass generation, you know, millennials, da da da. I mean, he's joking when he says that and like anyone that knows my family, like, no filter, like they're just in your face not in a bad way but they're just very high energy like it's all love we we just say what we feel and you know what i mean like if we have an opinion we'll ask you about it it's unfiltered but he's always he's always like saying to me he's like oh you know you guys don't like to work hard and you know it's just different nowadays and then um last week uh me and my mom were having coffee and she was telling me how her boss was asking her like what i'm like as a person because he feels as though that like millennials because they do she does real estate law so they were doing closings and and for a lot of first-time homebuyers my mom tells me all the time she's like you you know your generation <laughs> so like you guys just want everything like now 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 and are just very like and are just like very high maintenance and stuff like that and then it led them into the conversation of like because obviously like my mom like she's never telling me like what yeah. to do like I'm always like should I do that and she's always like we'll find out like she, she wants me to figure things out for myself because like, she oh, always is like, I, I, I could be wrong. Like holds I you know. Accountable. Like, you know what I mean? And
1: lets you, um, lets you figure, you know, figure yeah, it out. Yeah. And like, I think that that's, that's the only way to know, have experience to just do, you know?
0: Yeah. And absolutely. And her boss was saying how he feels as though like their generation. Well, I mean, he's older than my mom, but like the previous generations, they were like, you know, grind, 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 work, work, work. Whereas I feel like our generation and I don't know if this is a little bit too much of my own personal opinion into this, but like I was saying to her that, you know, we were told, you know, go to college, get a good, get good grades, you know, get a degree, get an internship. You'll be making, you know, it's a straight, like, not that it's a linear process, but it's just like, you know, you go to college, you're guaranteed a good job, you'll make good money. And like, that's almost like not the case anymore because The cost of tuition is going up because more and more people are going to college, which means more and more degrees are like degrees are in a way becoming devalued. So I feel just from having conversations with people and um, that are like my peers is that I think the reason that our generation is like, well, time out, time out, time out. Hold up. Why? why, I want to know the reason behind this, because I want to make like. I want to make sure that the the investment is, is, is worth it. So it's just like more of like, yeah, I feel like our generation is more so like work smarter. Like obviously it's hard work. Like it's hard work to build any type of business. It's hard work to be great at your craft and be good. Like to be a good teacher. Like that's hard work. I think
1: too, you're having fun with
0: it to be a good chef or anything. Like that's hard work. Social
1: media. I think the greatest blessing and arguably, I guess you could say curse of our generation is, like, social media. I think we're all great connectors, whether we want to be or not. We have that ability to connect. And so I could easily, instead of I totally agree applying, I don't even know what an example would be, but instead of, like, just going out and, I don't know, let's say playing lacrosse by myself, I could easily just text you and be like, all right, so what's the best three workouts for me to go out and play lacrosse? Like, I don't need to go do it. Cause all of the information is available to us. If we just open our eyes and pick the right Avenue to ask, you know what I mean? We're so connected. We're so connected and it's so beneficial. all the time. Yeah. And I feel. It,
0: and I think, I think the, and I, and I could be wrong. It's just what I, what I believe to see is that like the, the job, like the, the workforce and the industry is changing because you, it's it's almost like in a way of like the nine to five is I remember saying this it's like me and my buddy Vito we would always talk about this like we felt as though like and it's not it's not our idea we were just talking about it because we consistently see it but it's like the nine to five model in our opinion as millennials and take this with a grain of salt is that it's just like it's kind of broken in a way because it's just like if you really think about it you work from eight to five nine to five majority of people are not working that entire time so it's kind of like like i was listening to jay shetty's podcast podcast with big sean and he was talking about this like work it's not it's it's not necessarily about like absolutely uh, not working hard like working smarter is hard work because the more hours the more hours you put in it's like you, you reap what you sow but if you're working in a very very smart way you'll be able to you know get way more done than the person that's just grinding 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 like he was saying that he's spoken with a couple artists and like they're like oh i did eight songs today how many do you do he's like damn i'm still I- i'm only on one but i'm trying to cr- perfect and craft that one versus like oh i'm working yeah. hard and putting out eight songs because it's like yo that one song could be a hit <laughs> versus you putting out just straight trash for eight songs and like yeah, the way I the think world works is like you go viral like, once boom uh, an like, example you know what i mean i'm um,
1: <laughs> I don't it's... know. I'm I'm kind of a procrastinator in a way, uh, in in ter- in terms of in terms of school, I would say in the most part in terms of school. Oh, so me like, too. I
0: overthink everything. For example,
1: say I have a paper due in a month. I'm not starting that paper until like two days before, because in my mind it's like, why why would I spend a month working slowly when I could focus on other things for 28 days and then those two extra days I put my focus into this paper and I think that's like working smarter you know yourself you know you know what you've got to do and say if you give yourself two days to work on it it'll take you two days but if you give yourself a month it'll take a month so you can apply that to anything say you want to make a hundred thousand dollars in a year say say you do but you could easily be like I want to make a hundred thousand dollars in six months if you set yourself on that timeline you'll make it happen you know what I mean so Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you have to be realistic. Don't say you're gonna make a million in a in a month. But you know what I mean. But you gotta be realistic. But you also have to (laughs) apply yourself. No. Yeah. Give yourself enough credit to push yourself enough as well.
0: And so it's just well, yeah. Saying that, because like I know, like you know how easy. Like I know from just like people that like have. mentored me and taught me the business like like just with real estate they have and and i'm not right, I'm not right. saying just because I, that may not be something i could do you can't do it like i don't think that way like who the fuck who the fuck am i like i'm no better than you but it's just like i remember like when i first moved to boston and i was working at uh terrier mike silvia who's the who's the owner and founder great guy can't say enough about him is he would tell me he was just like look like be realistic. You're not gonna make a fucking ten million dollars your first year in real estate. Like he's like, you may do a couple deals here and there, but for the most part, like you're probably like just gonna make enough to pay your bills. If that, and then the following year you can build on that, and it, you uh, you eventually yeah. have to become the person that is doing a hundred k a year. But that that's strictly through like trial and error. Trial and error, trial and error. error. But it's just like just because you want to make a hundred k, like if you want to do like four d yeah, like if you want to make if you want to do four deals and make ten G's in a month after taxes and shit like that, like okay, yeah, but you, like obviously, yes.
1: like the like your your uh, your boss or your mentor was saying, you're not gonna make a hundred grand the first year. You're just gonna make enough to get by. But you already have to you yeah. Well, that, but you also have to be one hundred percent. You could have to also already have yourself in that you mindset. You gotta weather the expectation because you might not do it the first year, but if you have that mindset year one then year two gets easier and then year three gets easier and then year four, boom, you did 100K in a year. But you have to have it off rip. You can't just kind of fake your way through it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I, you know, kind of circling back to what we were saying about the nine to five, I could be just talking absolute nonsense with what I'm about to say, but I get a feeling that it's not about like, it's not that our generation is lazy and um, unmotivated and entitled. I just think that we look at the world You're differently. Old. We understand that like, we like I was born in 94. <laughs> so it's just like, I had a motherfucker. I ain't old. I'll be 75 and I'll still be thinking I'm young. And you know, so like, uh, but like, I didn't like social media really wasn't big. until like, like Facebook wasn't really like, I remember, I don't even want to say Facebook and I'm, I kind of, I'm not even making sense right now, but I remember a freshman year when I was at yeah. Hobart, that's when I first found that's out about true. Snapchat. So like, I went through all of middle school, all through high school, damn near no social media. So like, so like my out, like, I think that like being born in the nineties is nice because it was just like, we had the like one foot in one foot out. Like we saw what the world was like pre social media. And now like we're the first generation to be engulfed in it. And then like seeing how it's taken off with like yeah, the, the new generation now and then like TikTok and just like how everything is just like all digital I just, I, I see like just from conversations I've had with people that it's like, it's not about, we don't want to work hard. It's just that like, we have so many ideas and like, there's so many things that we want to do. It's just that like school doesn't necessarily teach us how to, you know, make money for ourselves. It's just, okay, go get a job and then make, make an income that way. And it's just like, we, it's not that we don't want to work hard. It's just that for some of us, I feel as though we look at it and we're like, yo, I ain't really trying to do the same thing 24 seven. Like, it's kind of like, like yeah. school, like you did so many different things in school, but you were engaged in school because your attention was on so many different things. And yes, I know some people say like, Oh, you, you can't be doing a million different things at once. But like, I think with some people, they are <laughs> wired that way. I am not wired that way. I'd get too distracted. And I wouldn't actually get fucking shit done. But I think that like certain people are wired that way where it's just like, yo, I'm going to work remote on this job, but I'm also going to build, I'm just going to use examples. Like I have a graphic design business. I'm trying to try to build that. I'm going to do podcasting. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's just like, you're committing like two, three, four hours to two to three different things every day. Like that to me is of someone that's working their fucking ass off. But at the same time, like there, there is that thought that like, yeah, but doing a little of every single thing isn't going to take you as far as just focusing on that one thing but i feel as though because of the social media age and how like you can go viral with one thing or like we talk about all the time like if you put out merch for exit 44 and yeah. you dm like this is a crazy hypothetical but you dm someone like drake or yeah, just, like just travis one, scott and they're like yo i fuck with just this one this random message me. you know? exit 44 just blew the fuck up because of uh, because of drake so it's just like yeah, so I, I I don't necessarily look at it as like we're our generation different. is lazy. We see I just think yeah. our generation is like we we're we're onto something and we see something. We're, we see it differently, but the school system didn't educate us on. I also how to saw that Bo um, like, like been those pushing
1: avenues that for same message like, too lately. Like, in a like, sense of what, he's been doing a lot of videos. Sorry to cut you off, but I just wanted to chime in here with this um gary v who's obviously someone no 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 you're you're perfect no i, I was just done. like to add a little more perspective i talked too long um, too <laughs> gary v is pushing that same message where it's like everyone's saying like our parents generation our grandparents they're like these kids are so lazy like they're always on their phone but we're always communicating with someone maybe we just don't want to communicate with you no offense but also you know we're not lazy our our, our focus is just elsewhere like we don't some people care about school, so they're focused on school. Some people don't. They want to focus on. They're not lazy about school. They're putting that that energy into something else, which is what you were just, just saying. So, yeah, and um,
0: the the other thing too is that like it's. I like to. I know we talked about this. Like, I like to look at like origin stories because, like, I I just I, in my personal opinion, I believe everyone starts somewhere. Like, I don't think that like 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 uh i'm gonna have to cut this part out because i'm oh, babbling no. over uh, here but um, just, like people are saying really what fu- the what were we what you were were you were just not, talking about i like, lost my train of thought oh, oh okay yeah um well no i so like um my one my one buddy brooks um we were talking about he he does um he he works for super coffee and he and there's a lot of like marketing that he does um, just personally, like that he'll put on his Instagram story and just stuff like that, that he's not asked to do. And I think he's a pretty creative kid. And like, we've had conversations like, you know, and he's expressed to me like what his dream job would be and what he would like to do. But like, you know, kind of going back to that, it was just like, he looks, he'll look at like these social media accounts of people and, you know, kind of going back to the social media thing, going in a different direction. It's almost to me, it's like a double edged sword because it's like, it's a very valuable tool. You can grow your business, get a lot of engagement you know get new opportunities meet new people do all these great things but i don't think that like in the terms of like the mental side of it it could be a double-edged sword because it's like uh like he's looking at and, like the one person we were looking at was yeah. Joey badass and he's looking at like the photographers and like you know all the pictures that he takes for joey and just all the things he does and he's just like bro like this would be dope if i could do this for someone and but it's just not realistic and i'm like you know why he goes Bro, he's just like, I'm never going to get to that level. And it's just, it, it, you know, doing some research on who Joey Badass is, like camera guy is, and it call this a small world. He, and I don't know the kid personally, but he yeah. went to Buff State. I don't know how he ended up becoming yeah. Joey Badass's photographer and being a part of like, a, a, you know, ASAP shoots and shit. But I know um, from researching it, Theo Skurda, who's Drake's photographer, he talks about how like he just happened to be in the club the one night drake was there and like he bypassed security and he just started snapping pics of drake and he i don't know if it was drake or his security team was just like yo pump pump the fucking brakes like you're don't get that we want to see those pictures don't put them out and drake yeah. fucked with the edits and everything that he did on the pictures so he ended up hiring him to be his full-time photographer so it's just like that kid just happened to take a chance and say fuck it like from at least what I've known and what I've seen on like the internet and stuff like that, and reading up on it. And yeah. it's kind of like, um, I know you're into sports and you know about it, but Omar, who does house of highlights, like he was talking about how he was in an entrepreneur class and he had a business model for house of highlights. Like he was gonna make a profitable Instagram business by just putting up sports highlights, and his professor said it wasn't realistic and it's not good because he had a B, he yeah. ended up getting a B minus, and then the dude's running e- uh sports center and ESPN's Instagram accounts now. And he's like sitting courtside at NBA games. He's going to the super bowls. Like um, he's hanging out with like Drake and all these like... celebrities at all-star games. Not that it's about that, yeah. but it's just like hundred percent. It's almost like in a way. Yeah. Some people bet on themselves and they're like, fuck it. I'm going to do it anyways. And then other people are like, Oh, look at, look at this person. They have X amount of followers. And like, oh they they look at like social media shows a lot of polished content is what i'm essentially getting to so i feel as though it like fucks people up in like the sense of like yeah that'd be cool like i love taking photographers but i'll never be to that level so like i shouldn't even try it because it's like what the fuck but it's like yeah but if you can make a business making 30 40 50k like you're happy and you don't gotta go work a nine to five but you just sit on social media all day like that like to the old generation that's being fucking lazy but to me and like us it's like yo that's smart like you get to do whatever the fuck you want like travel do whatever you want obviously you're working hard but it's like you're doing your own thing and you're making enough money to support yourself so who cares what the rest of society has to say about that i just think like that that little like tension between the two generations of like lazy and hard I don't work is something I don't that know that know
1: ten, like if we have kids like how how different it'll be too so
0: do you um so what would you say like you know starting exit 44 and everything like that like if you were if if you were talking to freshman like you just graduated senior high school like and you say say <laughs> you had a twin brother and that little twin brother is you. I'm not even making fucking sense right now, but that's that twin brother's you and you're going back in time and like everything that you've learned so far and your experience with, you know, trying to get exit 44 off the ground, going against the grain, trying to do something different. Um, what, like, what would you tell your younger self? Like you're going in the freshman year at Mercyhurst. What would you tell your younger self to be prepared for,
1: yeah. um yep, yep
0: and what are thing in the sense of like oh i wish i would have known that and if i would have learned this it, it could have taken me farther and what are things that you would tell yourself along the way to like um that you've done that
1: yeah. you didn't think um, would pan
0: out for you because you didn't see got that you. potential uh, opportunity in it and, it and it ended up panning out for I you so i know those are kind
1: of like two loaded questions i mean it sounds so easy but just start like tenacious take the jump you know take the leap and just just start talking to people connection is is just crazy like it opens new doors and you'll never know what's behind it until you start getting into it so like just try different stuff like I never thought that a staple of my brand would be a kickball league because like kickball was never on my radar but like COVID-19 happened and you had to adapt to the times and kickball is a great way to be safe and spread out, but still compete. So like adapt, be, be willing to try different things, even though if you're hesitant, just always have the faith that that something is going to come out of it, whether it be now or years from now, something will come out of it. Say like, you know, say like, yeah, the kickball league went great here and people loved it. People still talk about it, but like stay down the line. Someone sees my resume or something like, and they're like, I want you to host uh, a youth NBA tournament or some, something like that. I have no idea. But you know what I mean? You never know what something might have a reaction to. You know what I mean? So, like, every everything you do has a reaction, whether it be now or later. So, you know, just be mindful and, and just do shit, try shit, meet people, have have fun, really. Have fun, man. I don't know if that makes any sense. Not to be cocky. It's just how I'm, how i built. Like I would just naturally like to talk to people. I like to see what their story is, and maybe see if I can provide any value or gain any value from them. And if not, whatever. Like no, no harm, no, no foul. Like you know, I think people are dope. I and I've always thought of this. Like I know you can have a career off of it, and like be like an anthropologist or whatever. But I, I think this. Like I just think like if you could like study people or like have a job where you could just like talk to people i i know there's jobs that have that benefit but i just think i don't know i just think people are dope i don't really know how to explain it a hundred percent always always been like that
0: where have you always Probably. been like that or did like college change your perspective on that was it because you were an only child because yeah,
1: that's exactly how I was. Like, I could not wait to get to school, and you know, I just like to know people. I like to go down the hall. Yeah, like, and I mean, walk like, walk around campus and give a shout to everyone I see. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's cool to me. Exactly, Some people aren't like yeah. that, obviously. It might be honestly. <laughs> yeah,
0: I always wondered if that was like an only child thing. That's good for a lot of people, like, because I know that's something yeah. that I would tell myself, like, looking back, just being like, "Yo." Like just go talk to people, like, like get to know people, like don't, don't have like a a pre, like a pre judgment on certain people before you meet them. Because like, there's a lot of people that like, you don't know, like, I don't want to say like, have this come across like you're using people, yeah. but it's just like, you don't know, like you have a perception of someone, but like, you don't know anything really about that person because you're not like in those closed door conversations with people and in those like, yeah, you know, vulnerable you, settings, and but it's just thing. like. You don't That's know kinda, where that I, relationship I could and say and that, like,
1: where that could maybe lead not a life. benefit of social media because like you you're following all these people because you're like going to school with them or you know of them but you don't really know them so like people could be like oh Cody's like this super outgoing like whatever whatever no. but like in person I'm I'm pretty laid back I'm chill like but once I get to know people I'm like a little more fun energetic um, I don't know but I just take it with patience because I, I think. You have to because everyone expects you to be some type of way, but no one really knows who you are until they they've actually met you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: I think it's because it's just like you like going on that example. Um, <laughs> uh, Ky- my friend Kyla, she played lacrosse at Mercyhurst With Well, not with me because I didn't play women's lacrosse, but um, she she graduated before I did. And I don't even, like, I don't even know how, like, we became friends, but I just remember, like, she came back, alumni, I don't know if it was alumni weekend, or it was just, like, a random, like, weekend my senior year, and she was in med school (laughs) or grad school at Duke, and I, like, Syracuse basketball, like, fuck Duke, (laughs) you know, so, like, and, and we, she would always, like, give me shit, like, Syracuse's ass, like, just going back and forth, like, just, like, you know, how friends are, just, like, shit talking and stuff, and, she was like yeah if you want to come like if you i don't even know yeah. how like if this was really how it even went because like we were, we we're at yeah. the stone um you know and you're hammered when you're at the stone it's it's all or nothing like <laughs> you don't go there just to like chill but um but uh yeah she basically was just like yeah like if you and uh, another friend uh christina she's like if you guys want to come visit like come visit you know during winter break we'll go to a duke basketball game and I'm like, well, how much are tickets? And she's like, well, you don't gotta worry about it. I could just get tickets from friends that aren't gonna go going a <laughs> break, and like we'll sit in the student section. Yeah, and I'm dope. thinking like, Cameron, exam. crazy like, I'm I don't really like fuck with Duke like that, but you can't buy you can't buy those tickets. So like I'm go like I'm gonna go, and like I didn't actually think, but like we were sitting literally front row in the student section, like right like damn, you're like right on the court, and like I was just thinking like, damn, like this opportunity came to me just because I was we just like i was just like okay cool like we're like we're friends and like we stayed in touch and like and and, i mean i'm kind of like getting in the weeds here but it's just like i you don't know like i didn't have that you never know oh this girl is gonna go to duke one day and then i'm gonna be friends with her just so i can go to duke as well it just happened to like net yeah it just naturally was just straight up like we stayed friends we stayed in constant you know we still talked and whatnot and then she just straight up like the opportunity arose, and I was just like, fuck yeah, let's go. And like, you, like, again, you can't buy those tickets. Like you have to be a student at Duke or you have to be a celebrity. You can't just, just go on stuff and buy yeah. those tickets. And I'm not saying that as like a, like a flex or anything like that, but like, like, I'm just saying it from the perspective of like, it's an experience. And uh, that experience that like bucket list experience yeah, came 100%. from a, like a friendship that was formed many years ago, just out of pure, like good intent. You know what I mean? <laughs> So all things right. Yeah, so like to wrap it all up here, I mean we've kind of been going off script, but there really is no script because it's a it's a podcast and uh yeah, I mean we can go with that. <laughs> no, um but what so like what's next for you? Like I know you're in grad yeah. school right now, but you know what's 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 the yeah, next yeah, yeah. uh I've been, what's twenty twenty one looking like for Cody and then like a time exit forty four and like the side um, projects you
1: got going on while you're still finishing up school. I've got five projects that I'm working on right now which It's fucking nuts. But anyway, I'm just going to go down the line. Is um, Coming up soon, uh, beginning of April, I have a pop-up shop with thrifted clothes and reworked clothes and our own apparel and stuff that we are doing on campus in collaboration with a girl here that plays field hockey. Um, And we're donating a percentage to the senior class auction uh, to, you know, have... uh, you know, just pay homage to one of my friends, Kenny Robinson, who passed away um, last spring. So we're doing that. And then on top of that, we've got our merch that's dropping this week. Super excited for uh, another t-shirt design. I think this is the best one. Yeah, every time we make new merch, I say that. But I think we just keep getting better. Actually doing a bigger project over the next few months, which is a documentary. Um, just about like the way that Extra 44 has been able to Build culture here at Mercyhurst and just how we've impacted different areas, um, so we're going to have a lot of interviews and just old footage and stuff like that. I think it's going to be dope it's a long long longer project, so I think we've got plenty of time to make a dope piece out of that um, in the works of getting a kickball tournament going because people will not stop asking me about that because the first time was so successful um, i
0: the the shirts were dope and yeah then- of course. A couple of friends of mine uh were that like because i i always buy your shit like just because i mean i'm i i like i like support like not in a fake way but like i like i I fuck with what you're doing and i
1: yeah
0: even though it's not completely polished yet but again it's just like it takes time to build something um but like i still fuck with what you're doing so i'm just like hey like if i can support this in any way and i and you know who knows like wearing your shit someone else might you love it but
1: they don't even know what it is. So I think if they were knowledgeable on what it was too, they would follow along and then they would buy the merch and they would spread the word. And I think that's, again, the, the beauty of talking, connecting, um, cause you never know what might lead to something else with pure intent. So yeah. But other than that, that's about it, man. Just got those projects and I'm trying to crank it out. You know, I've got two months left here. I'm just trying to cement a little legacy, if you will. Um just trying to do everything I can. Just go follow us on Instagram at exit.44. Uh, we have Twitter as well at exit44official. I got to be more active on there, but I think Instagram's our, our biggest platform, and you can check out all the podcast links on Spotify um, and stuff like that. Yeah, and just, just stay along with, with the with the journey, and that's the best way I would say.
0: Now, last, very last question before we go. If you were giving... If you, I know it's kind of like I asked yourself, like, you know, going back, talking to your younger self, if there was any piece of advice that you could give to kids that are, I don't want to say kids, but like peers that are leaving high school, going into their freshman year of college next year, what would be in one sentence, your piece of advice about what to look forward to Um, in a sentence, um, what what the experience is going to hold for them?
1: What would my advice be? It's so cliche, though. It's so well, cliche. How about, how it's a sentence, like, not a sentence. Just what, what, would, what would that be? I don't know, man. Just like find a yeah, way. Yeah, what would that advice what I mean? be? Whatever that means to you. And that's, that's what I think is a good way to wrap it up is like, because I can't tell you what makes you get out of bed in the morning, but you got to find a way to, to motivate yourself and find a way. You know what I mean? Just find a way to do what you want to do to accomplish what you want to do. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. I don't know if that really makes sense, but that's kind of what gets me out of bed in the morning is just finding a way. Like, every day is a new chapter that you get to just fucking create. No one can tell you that you can't do this or that. You you know, you're, you're 18. You know, you, you make your own choices. You find a way. You know what I mean? So just make a positive way for yourself.
0: All right, bro. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking out the time to do this with me. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and if you ever need any more people on yours Excellent. i'd love to continue helping out like collab with you doing the merch and just a bunch yeah. of shit you know i'm i'm excited for what you got coming i'm probably gonna be like Damn, it's gonna so it's cringy, gonna be bro. it's gonna be a fun time like looking back on this conversation years down the road and, and just laughing at it for how like yeah. yeah exactly that's what i'm saying like look back but on just it just keep you like, yo, up. we know yeah. we thought we were up to something we I sound like straight clowns but like it is what it is like it's just for fun and
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for having me. I love this.
0: All right, bro. I greatly appreciate it. We'll see it. And I'll definitely we'll link soon, so